Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually and then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to session 311 of Selling the Couch. I hope that you're doing well and having a fantastic day. So today's podcast is all about building a breathwork app. And my guest is Brian Von Anken, who's the head of partnership at Othership.us. If you are thinking about creating an online course, I know that many of us may be thinking about that right now in the midst of the pandemic and in a post-pandemic world, whether it's just to diversify our income uh, beyond therapy work or uh, just to feel like we have a bigger message to share and we want to be able to share that in a different way. Uh, beyond just our geographic area. If all of that sounds awesome and you've been thinking about creating an online course, I just wanted to invite you to download the free A to Z online course guide. Uh, I launched my first online course back in 2015 to a $297 first sale and through a lot of just hard work and uh, a lot of trust in colleagues to purchase the course. We've now had over 275 of our colleagues purchase the Healthcasters podcasting course, and I've learned a ton about what it takes to launch, grow, and scale a podcasting course and a course in uh, in general. And uh, that guide just has a lot of helpful information to help you get started. We're also launching something called Online Course School. This is a live cohort experience, so meaning that this isn't like a digital course on courses, although eventually it will have that, but this is more of a live experience where we therapists can gather over the course of six to eight weeks. And what I will do is I will teach you everything that I know about how to launch and grow a successful online course. We'll start with your idea and how to validate your online course. We'll then work through what your lessons and modules and all of those different things will look like. We'll actually take time and and actually do exercises to get those down. We'll come up with your course title and your subtitle uh, in a way that your students are excited to want to purchase that course. And then we'll talk about actually how to record and market your course as well. And you'll be joined with others in community and you'll have an accountability buddy and a bunch of really awesome stuff. And uh, if any of that sounds awesome, I encourage you to download again the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. So we'll get right to today's session. So I 
Brian and I like met really randomly because I've been getting more active on Twitter, as you probably know, uh, may not know. But honestly, Twitter was like the last place that I ever imagined being on social media. But I have found it to be a surprisingly just amazing place to to connect with really innovative and really smart and brilliant people. And uh, also just a way for me to kind of work on my uh, writing skills and also to just share knowledge. Uh, I specifically write a lot of threads on uh, on online courses and on the online business journey. And so uh, definitely would love to connect with you there. My handle is mvarghese 5 uh, on Twitter. Uh, but Brian and I connected because the Othership app was a... Um, it launched uh, several months ago, and the app ended up being one of the top products on Product Hunt, uh, which we'll mention what Product Hunt is on the actual interview. But I got really curious about what made Brian um, want to have an idea for an app like this and even create an app like this. And uh, and Brian actually connected with uh, with someone that he had met through a previous connection and uh, ended up like co and coming on board other ship. And so uh, we're going to learn about where the name came from. Uh, and then we get into some of these like technical kind of things. How do you actually figure out and find people to record, uh, you know, cause these are essentially like breathwork routines or breathwork exercises. And so how in the world do you go about even finding folks like that? I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. So here's my conversation with Brian Von Enken from Othership.us. Hey, Brian, welcome to Selling the Couch. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Man, it's, uh, well, before we even jump into the conversation, I mean, Twitter out of all places, right, for us to connect. I mean, I literally remember how we connected. Your uh, Othership was on Product Hunt. Somebody retweeted about it, and I was like, oh, this looks really fascinating. And then I think I retweeted it, and then I think we somehow ended up, like, direct messaging each other. And it's crazy, right? And then we're doing a podcast conversation. Yeah, Twitter is a is a beautiful beast. It's it's a beast, and it can be a lot of things, but it can also be a really beautiful way to connect with people. And, yeah, we totally appreciated your support on that crazy product hunt day. And uh, yeah, it's been fun to get to know you a little bit since. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been really the same way that you know you shared that you were looking for this conversation. I felt the same way. And uh, I saw it on my schedule. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm glad we get to have this conversation. I am, um, you know, I was thinking about even where to start. And I feel like so many apps, especially in the health and wellness space have a personal connection. And what's your story of where Othership came from. Yeah. So Othership uh, means a lot to me because of my own personal journey. So um, to take it back, I'm somebody who I like to say lived the should life for a long time. You know, I got good grades. I played sports. I went, actually got my law degree. I I got the good job and I, I essentially did what I was supposed to do for a long time. And I was really focused on physical health. I wanted to you know, do well and take care of my physical health. And so I worked at a company called Tough Mudder that was all about physical wellness, being tough, and you know, things were going really well. But then I went through some personal difficulties in the form of miscarriages and divorce, which was this kind of curveball in life that I didn't really know how to handle. 
I had kind of everything. I was on this track of what was expected of me. And then when I was dealt this curveball, it made me realize how much I, I wasn't necessarily doing things because I wanted to do them. I was doing it because it was expected of me. And what that led to me to do is to really realize how much taking care of my mental and emotional health mattered. And so I ended up traveling and, and doing probably stereotypical divorced guy stuff. Like I traveled, I surfed, I, but, but then in addition, I really went into a variety of modalities. Like I did a silent retreat. I did a lot of yoga. I did a lot of men's work. I, and then I also came across breathwork as a modality that was, was really interesting to me. And so to kind of make a long story short, after coming back and realizing the importance of mental and emotional health, I tried to bring that work to people in a way that was accessible. And so I came back and I created my first company, never created a company before called Anchor, which was all about uh, total health workouts, which is essentially imagine like a boot camp style class with meditation and breath work and group sharing interwoven into it. And I started it and did that for a little while and then realized that breath work was actually the thing that I enjoyed most and that I ended up using the most in my own personal practice. And so as I was bringing that more into my business, I got connected with the founder of Othership, who was just in his early stages and was able to kind of realize that by focusing on breathwork specifically, I think that's how I could actually create the most impact, which is accessible, fun ways to take care of your mental health. And happy to jump in more on why I think breathwork is that special sauce, but you know, that's kind of my personal connection to it. And first of all, like what a journey, you know, I feel like so many, so many of the most painful moments in our lives, like breed like new inspirations and new seasons. So I have like multiple questions and maybe I'll start here. Like, what are we talking about in terms of like time period of like miscarriage, divorce, like to like find, you know, and, and connecting with othership? Yeah. So I think that it's been probably it was two and a half years since, uh, you know, kind of experiencing miscarriages and divorce, traveling for about a year, then having my own company for a little over a year and then finding othership. And, you know, it's been really, it's been really interesting too, because I'm, I'm now I'm engaged again. And it's, it's like finally, you know, kind of coming full circle. And it's been, uh, it's been quite a journey to get to where I am right now. And and I think you're right. It's these things happen to us. And I, I, the way that I look at it is a lot of us have a choice. You know, you can either make lemonade out of lemons and make the most out of where you're at, turn, turn that into a positive, or you can let it haunt you. And so I chose to try to, yeah, learn from it, make the most out of it. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I was kind of curious about is you had a background in law, right? I mean, how do you make the shift from law to like starting a company to, you know, like it's so different, right? Like what happened like internally? Well, to be fair, I was a lawyer at a company that electrically shocked people on purpose, Tough Mudder. So it wasn't your typical lawyer job, but I totally hear you. And I think that I was lucky enough to be heavily involved in entrepreneurship and different entrepreneur, different startups when I was in law school. I was doing work for them. I had always had an entrepreneurial mind. And I think that I was also, when I was at Tough Mudder, the people that I was surrounded with were very entrepreneurial. A lot of people have gone on to create great companies since then. And so um, we actually would have a internal startup competition, like business plan competition. I would enter every year and I would win it every once in a while. And so it, it was on my mind. And then I think the catalyst of 
because at the end of the day, I'd say most attorneys are pretty risk averse. And I think that's true for a lot of professions. But I had the opportunity and excuse to take a risk after going through what I went through. And it just allowed me to jump into the deep end. And it's not an easy transition. You're absolutely right. There's there's a lot of changes in mindset that you need. There's a lot of changes in risk tolerance and different things like that. Uh, I've always been of the mindset that you need to strengthen your muscle as an entrepreneur. And, and the only way to start is by by jumping in the deep end and then getting reps in. And so, uh, yeah, and lots and lots of learnings there. That's for sure. Yeah, I think um, the the reps, I think that's like a big lesson I'm learning recently, which is I think a lot of times we look, especially like on social media, and we'll see somebody doing these amazing things, but often we don't see the multiple reps that went in, right? And especially in those early days to get to where they are, right? Because social media so emphasizes this sort of the highlights, the highlight reel, essentially, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, some of my some of my favorite things to look at is uh, Jack Butcher's Visualize Value, which he's just got these amazing graphics that come up on my... That's actually... I would recommend people put that as a Chrome extension. It's such a great reminder that you can just put them up. And every time you open a new tab, it's got one of his new kind of like quotes and it has a visualized version of it. And you know, he says things like that, where essentially it's like along the way, it doesn't feel like progress. It just feels like fail, 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 fail. But then, you know, it is building on top of each other. And then, you know, there's a couple of great TED Talks on on that as well. But um, I, I 100% agree with you. And that's, it's a microcosm for all of us, right? If we can all adopt that mindset of following our instincts, following our heart, learning from it and going from there and trusting, uh, it seems like a pretty good formula. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned earlier that, you know, for you, there were a lot of mindset shifts from going from lawyer to doing your own thing. What would you say was like the biggest roadblock that you had to overcome mentally? So there were quite a lot of roadblocks for me. I think one of the biggest things was putting myself out there uh, in a, I guess, marketing sense or in, in, in the sense of sharing. I was writing articles. I was doing Instagram posts. It's just not something that comes very naturally to me as a person. And so it, it took some reps to get through the fear of this isn't perfect. This isn't good enough. What will people think? You know, especially I used to have that mindset of like, if you really think about every single follower you have on social media, you're like, do I really want to say this to every one of these people? And, and it, 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 you know, it's not the best mindset to have. But, you know, I think that's also comes down to there's, you know, you people think about you way less than you think they think about you type stuff. And so, yeah, that was a big shift in the beginning for me. And I'm still working on it. Yeah, absolutely. That was it. I mean, that a version of that was like a big shift for me. And I think something else that I forgot to mention this recently, but how like social media, like 1% of us are like content creators and like 99% are content consumers. And that was like super liberating, right? Because yeah, I mean, it just, it is like scary and terrifying to be in that 1%, but then opportunities that come from that, you know, not just like, for me, at least it's not just been business wise, but like personal growth, right? Oh my, like Twitter, never in my wildest dreams. In fact, I told myself a couple of years ago, Twitter is the one platform I will never get on because it's too, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, here, here we are, <laughs> you know, having connected through Twitter, right? So you're 100% right. And I think that what 
what you end up learning about yourself by putting yourself out there on social media, even if it's not in a business sense, is you. It's a great way, you know. I, I think your community is is in the therapeutic world, and so they understand the way to understand your own triggers, the way to understand what how your programming works, what resonates with you, what doesn't, what people's reactions. I mean, I remember. I mean, this is maybe a bit too deep, but it's like, I remember the first time I posted something, I was so scared and somebody would would write in the comment something like offensive, like, oh, you're like, what are you this or that? And it was, I was so scared of that. But then having that experience has actually been more liberating because it's, I've gotten over that fear and I've been able to say like, okay, well that happened and I'm still here and it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good way of putting it because it, yeah, at a sort of emotional level it feels like life and death right it's hardly that and yeah and sort of just the yeah coming out of it and what you come to realize about yourself yeah i mean and i think that it also just comes back this is a great example of where breath work or a mental wellness practice for me ends up being really really helpful because we can so easily get activated into our fight or flight nervous system by a tweet or by like something on Instagram that we see. I think part of the learning is not just seeing what happens in a reaction to it, but understanding how you can then deregulate yourself back down to um, a more relaxed state so that you can look at things more objectively without being so triggered and activated. Absolutely. So you said you were doing all of this really important like inner work, you were connected to breath work, and you connected you said the founder of Othership, right? And how did you guys even like connect and find each other? Yeah. So we were in an entrepreneurial community together called On Deck, which is a really great organization for entrepreneurs. And he was one cohort ahead of me. And so we had a call and he said, you know, we, he was just giving me some advice on how to best do it. And I just resonated with him as a person and the product that that he was ideating and building. And we just ended up staying in touch. And then it just came to that point where it made sense to, okay, this is really happening. The app is going to launch in a couple months. Like, let's make this happen. And so came together and it's been amazing to see, you know, our success on product hunt launch, our success, you know, getting out there and having lots of people try it, our success in in our physical space. So so yeah, it's it's been a wild ride so far, even if we're only 10 months in. Yeah, absolutely. And you just mentioned product hunt and maybe we can kind of go there. Listen, I, I'm not in the startup tech space at all, right? Like indie hacker, none of that. I only knew about Product Hunt literally it's probably been about five months. So can you explain what Product Hunt is? I mean, and you said like you, it you know, went up in the rankings. Like tell us that whole system and how that works. I mean, the short version, of course, I'm sure there's... Yeah, yeah. So Product Hunt is Product Hunt is just an uh, an interesting website to check out for new products. It is mostly used by people in the tech space, but I find it's just a great way to find new interesting things. They've got a lot of products that are just useful ways to improve your life, especially if you're an entrepreneur or there's a lot of um, health and well-being stuff there as well. People are just inventing new things every day. So literally every day there are different products that are put up onto Product Hunt. There's a little description and people vote on which one they think is the best. And then there's a ranking system and it's a bit of an honor to be bestowed number one product of the day on Product Hunt. And so we were launching our new Breathwork app, which we were really excited about. And we wanted to share it with the world on Product Hunt. And so we decided to just 
put it up there. And, uh, you know, as I said, product funds is typically for tech products. I'd say it's not necessarily known for wealth, health and wellness, but we found some really great resonance because at the end of the day, the way that we're trying to provide breathwork for people is a way that is very helpful for burnt out entrepreneurs and just people in general who are finding a hard time, you know, battling overwhelm and wanting to increase their productivity. And so we we put it out there and got quite a lot of traction. We ended up being number one product of the day and got all the way to number two product of the week. And it was uh, it was a wild ride and it was a great way to, you know, get out there and get people's feedback on what we were doing and just really, really fun but but busy week. Yeah, I remember I mean I remember reading some of the initial tweets and I, I thought that same thing. I was like, man, I wonder if these guys are so slammed with traffic trying to like manage all of that stuff. Where did the name Mothership come from? Yeah. So we used to be called Inward Breathwork. And uh, that was something that was a little more on the nose, but we're essentially building a movement here. So we're not just focused out on being another breathwork app. We're trying to help people create new experiences for themselves. And so we like to say, you know, what ship are you building? You know, are you building friendship? Are you building relationship? Whatever it might be, we are going to be a place that can provide you peak experiences to kind of take you to that next level, whether it's through an app where we're helping you through breath work to go to a different state, or maybe there's our physical spaces, which I can tell you more about where we have uh, sauna plus cold plunge classes plus breath work where we're um, building these like unique class experiences where people are basically, you know, having these life changing type of experiences in the other ship. And so we kind of wanted it to be something that stuck with people that was a little odd so that people could, you know, do a double take, but then it's also memorable. And that people can know that the, what we're ultimately all about is just giving, getting people to connect with other people, to combat loneliness, to be able to take care and take charge of their wellness. And so, yeah, it's been fun to, you know, we, we were worried about the shift. We've been really excited that people's response with it so far. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was beyond the app and beyond the breathwork, like all the other stuff that was that you guys are doing. And it's so cool to see it. I mean, you said the perfect word. It, it seems like it's a movement versus just like a product, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I am. Um, I have a really random <laughs> question. So, you know, I I have the other ship app, right? And I listen to this, and it's great, and it's part of my morning routine. And there's like different people doing different like recordings, right? Really silly question. Like, how do you find and like filter these people? Like, to find, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we have over 300 tracks with like world-class facilitators. And so we, two of the members of our founding team are uh, expert breathwork practitioners, and they are also artists and musicians. And so as you can tell from the app, we really believe in the merging of music and breathwork so that you can make a fun, you know, accessible experience where you're actually, you're just like, oh, wow, like this is actually fun to do. Like I'm excited to like do my morning breath routine. I wonder what the next one is going to be. And and so we make it easy to just try something new almost every day. But we find, so we do all of our like high production quality is like so important to us. And so we record all of our tracks in the same recording studio as Drake. So up in Toronto. And so we find our, our practitioners up in, up in Toronto. So we've got a whole raw of I think 10 to 12 right now and we're we're expanding that 
But we also, you know, as we're growing, people are reaching out, they want to be a part of us. So, you know, we're pretty selective. We're, we're making sure that everybody is, you know, properly qualified, making sure that they're able to have the right, you know, vibe and energy for it. What's nice about the app is that I think there's a lot of different types of instructors on there. So you can find which person resonates with you most, right? You might be somebody who really resonates with a certain type of voice or a certain type of music. And we kind of try to uh, appeal to that. It's like imagining uh, like a finding your Peloton instructor or something like that that you like. Yeah. And I mean, I like the other side of it, which is like, I like the surprise and the spontaneity of who am I going to get that morning kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Brian, kind of the last question, the last area I wanted to explore is, you know, you've been pretty transparent about like the struggle to build out an app like this, right? What would you say, like, I was wondering if you could sort of take us inside, like one struggle that you guys have had, I mean, you know, in building this out. Yeah. So we are a company that really values creating an authentic movement. And just like anything, when you're trying to grow something in an authentic way, there's difficulties. We are intentionally not going the route of Google or Facebook ads or Google ads. Like we're, we're trying to instead find people who really love our app, who can be champions of it, who can then help us grow organically through word of mouth, that sort of thing. And so it's been difficult at times to kind of fight with your hands behind your back a bit by not just like, you know, turning on the Facebook faucet. But I think ultimately, we're going to be really happy with the decision to go the more authentic, maybe longer route. But yeah, that's something that at times, you know, can be can be challenging. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I, I mean, those initial days, but I, I, I suspect what you're saying is true. You're going to get like a different quality of person. And essentially, you're getting like super fans, you know, as opposed to just, and that's really hard to capture, like with ad traffic always. Brian, I'm super grateful for you. Super grateful that we've been able to connect through uh, Twitter. Where can we learn more about Othership and some of the awesome other things that you guys are doing in the world? Yeah. So uh, we are at Othership, O-T-H-E-R-S-H-I-P dot U-S. Uh, that's where you can find us. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and under Othership. And then you can also find us, you can find me if you're interested in, in following me on Twitter, Brian, uh, B-R-I-N dot Von Anken, V-O-N-A-N-C-K-E-N. Actually, there's not even a dot, just my name, Brian Von Anken. So on Twitter. And the other thing I just want to leave people with is that, you know, I just could see this breathwork app as a really nice complement to someone with a, a therapy practice. You know, we've just seen many people who, you know, you have a client who is able to do some deep work, but then how do you integrate that? Or how do you get them to continue to deregulate if they're if they have anxiety or something like that? And we just make it very easy for people to do that. We have tracks ranging from one minute all the way to an hour. Like I said, we have over 300. And, and the, the goal is to maybe have it be a tool for people so that they can then, uh, you know, it, it's like maybe people, some people prefer meditation, some people prefer breathwork. But what I've found is that breathwork actually is more accessible to people than meditation in a lot of ways. Meditation is beautiful and breathwork is actually kind of like a component of meditation to some degree. But for meditation, it can take months to develop a habit. And if you ask somebody who's very anxious and overwhelmed to just sit there and do nothing, they freak out. But if you have someone who's in that state do some breathwork, they will literally change their physiology in under five minutes. 
And so I think it's just a nice thing to have in your tool kit in case somebody uh, feels like they need it. And and it's like, we can just be the, the place where it's it doesn't feel like it's a chore. It's like, oh, this is actually kind of a fun thing to try. Like we're cool, we're accessible. So just felt like I wanted to share that with your with your community too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, everything you said is absolutely accurate. And uh, yeah, I would definitely as a as a user, uh, I would definitely encourage you guys to check it out because it's been super beneficial for me. And, you know, especially for, you know, maybe I've shared this on the podcast, you know, I struggle with depression and anxiety. And I think it's been really helpful for me to just have some another tool to kind of grounded, you know. Uh, Brian, thank you again for doing this and uh, so appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really fun. All right. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Hey there, hope you enjoyed my conversation with Brian. And especially if you've been looking for new resources for your, uh, just for your personal well-being, or you're looking for some additional resources for your clients, I hope that Othership just gives you a different tool set. And uh, I hope that today's conversation has just been really helpful for you. I think I was reflecting a lot on this conversation with Brian. And one of the things that I was taking away is, especially here in the last, I would say, year and a half, two years, uh, definitely, I think since the pandemic started, I've been really trying to be mindful of sort of optimizing my health on different levels, not just like my physical health. Uh, you know, I do a hike six days a week, but my mental health as well, particularly because, you know, I know entrepreneurship is so hard for so many of us and especially for those of us that struggle with mental health concerns, um, how hard that can be. And uh, authorship is something I've been using as part of my morning routine. What I typically do is I uh, typically actually lay down on a pair floor and I'll just have my AirPods on and listen to the authorship routine for that morning. And uh, it's just kind of become part of my routine. And I've noticed that I'm just a lot more centered and a lot more grounded, especially, you know, as STC continues to grow and have different things I'm sort of thinking about and uh, even asking like big questions of like, how much do I want things to grow and all of those kind of things. It's just been really helpful. Uh, Brian was super gracious to give a discount code or promo code for Othership. Uh, you can find that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Othership. Again, that code is, uh, again, that link is sellingthecouch.com forward slash Othership. Have a great rest of your day and uh, I will see you next time. I wanted to invite you to download the free online course guide if you are thinking about launching an online course and just want some things that have been helpful uh, for me and some of the tough lessons that I learned along the way. You can again download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. And as I mentioned right at the beginning, we're actually starting a live cohort called Online Course School. This is a great opportunity to join with other therapists to validate and launch and record your online course. The best way to find out about this and to keep updated when the cohort launches is to download, again, the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com.
So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while, or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business. Just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.